Hello! Welcome to the podcast. Today is Saturday, October 3rd, 2020, and this is Josh Ringstrom speaking. I have made it to Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port in France. Successfully made it through Bordeaux and on the train and uh, a taxi as well to this cold, wet, and rainy town. Um, no big complaints here. Uh, from Vancouver, so uh, in Vancouver we have lots of rain, so I'm quite used to it, but it's not quite the start to the Camino that I had expected. I mean, I guess I was envisioning 30 degree weather still and beautiful clear blue skies with a baking sun on top of my skin and get a nice work on my tan, but nope, uh, rain and fog is what has greeted me here, and the foreseeable future also contains rain and fog, according to the weather forecast. But I have weatherproof clothing with me and a poncho, as well as a uh, a covering, a weather water weather waterproof covering for my backpack. So hopefully none of me or my stuff gets too wet. Yesterday morning I flew out of Portugal. Um, which was uh, kind of sad to say goodbye to Elicio, but it wasn't a permanent goodbye. It was a see you later. But I caught an Uber out to the airport to get my flight with Ryanair. Um, when I purchased my tickets, I'd been warned beforehand that they're pretty stingy about the size of bag they are allowed onto the plane, so I got the premium ticket to allow for a second piece of baggage. That way I could uh, split my belongings between the one travel bag I have and some smaller kind of grocery bags, or well, a grocery bag. Um, but when I got to the plane, no one bothered me, no one checked my stuff, so no problems there. I was expecting them to really uh, pack the plane full, like my plane from London to uh, to Lisbon, but instead they, uh, well, they did pack it full, but they left both seats next to me completely empty. Um, everyone else on the plane seemed to have a partner or three next to them, but I got the entire row to myself, so it seemed like a good start to the day. And a good day it was, uh, aside from a few small hiccups, uh, the first of which was when I arrived I found that my phone did not work, or rather the SIM card that I'd purchased in Portugal didn't work, but um, very fixable problem, just get a new SIM card. The prices for SIM cards here for phone plans are less than half the price of Canada. Canada charges exorbitant amounts for their phone plans. It's kind of ridiculous now that I'm here in Europe and seeing, you know, what we should be charged. I, my phone plan in Portugal cost me 10 euros and I've been looking and I see that phone plans here cost between 20 and 30 euros. So, uh, I don't know what's going on with Canada where they're charging like a hundred or $150 for a month of, I mean, with like six gigabytes of internet and you know not very much at all but um i took the uh, metro or i rather i took a bus actually into bordeaux and uh 
As I was walking towards the Airbnb that I found, a sudden rainstorm hit me. Um, luckily, it passed quite quickly. I, I guess it was foreshadowing for today and my trip to come. But right after the rainstorm, I saw a beautiful rainbow across the river in Bordeaux. And it, it felt like a, a good sign, a good start to my Camino. After I got set up at my Airbnb, I, well, it was getting a bit late, so I wanted to get some dinner, but it seems that here, you can't go for dinner at any time of day. Restaurants um, seem to open just after about 6 or 6.30 for dinner. Uh, so I took a bit of a stroll downtown um, through Bordeaux, and I saw the second Notre Dame. I mean, maybe it was the first, I don't know which was built first, the, the one in Bordeaux or the one in Paris. But um, across the street from, uh, from this other Notre Dame was a pastry shop with a lineup out the door. And, uh, well, you guys may have noticed by now that I quite like pastries. So seeing a line, it indicated to me that it was a good pastry shop. And I went in and got a, a I don't know, it was a French Danish of sorts, kind of. Um, I can't remember what it was called. It was uh, a little embarrassing to order because, well, in Portugal, it seems that everyone has, speaks English there, or at least some degree of English. But France, that's not the case. Uh, the French like their French language. So um, after a bit of pointing and my, um, my seven years out of date French from high school lessons, um, I was able to get my pastry and keep myself tied over to dinner. Um, let me tell you guys, France is expensive for food. I mean, I've heard that they're not quite as expensive as Switzerland, but every restaurant I passed, the cheapest things on the menu were like 14 or 15 euros. Like a burger cost 20 euros, which in Canadian money, that's about uh, 30 or $35, uh, which I think that's kind of crazy. But um, it, it kind of felt like a sign that it was time to move on from Bordeaux and head south sooner rather than later uh, to begin the Camino de Santiago, where, you know, it's one of the cheapest ways to travel, uh, walking between places and staying in these pilgrims' uh, albergues or refugias, refuges, I don't know what it's called, it has... Uh, some kind of refugeria, maybe some name like that. I've been calling them albergues, but they have these uh, cheap prices for pilgrims, uh, the people hiking the Camino de Santiago, where you can stay for just 10 euros a night, um, or maybe a little bit more, but around that price, which is much more in my price range, I find. So um, in the morning, I went and I took the metro down to the uh, Gare Saint-Jean train station in Bordeaux and ordered my ticket. Uh, I only had to wait about half an hour there, which was nice. I timed it quite well and then hopped on the train to head south. To 
pass the time on the train ride south, I uh, listened to a playlist that my brother sent me that he'd made. It was kind of nice, a couple days ago he sent me a text saying how much he misses me and how uh, he thinks how I'm just such a great brother and he wishes he was as smart and as handsome and as uh, charming as I was and I sent him a text back saying, you know, maybe one day, it, it's in your genes, so uh, fingers crossed, but unlikely. Um, one thing he does have, though, is excellent taste in music, um, maybe even better than me, I, I hate to say it, but he's got some very good taste in music. Uh, he actually introduced me to Spotify a couple of years ago, and I've fallen in love with it since. I use it very often, and it's a great way for me to keep track of my music and listen to my favorite podcast, A Crappier by Joshua Engstrom. You guys should go check it out if you haven't listened to it already. Um, but uh, as I was chugging along on the train, all of the announcements were in French, so I had a bit of difficulty understanding them. Uh, kind of had to parse out every couple words and listen for some key stations that I'd found on a map. And also that, um, as I mentioned, my phone's SIM card wasn't working, so I had no internet, and I couldn't access the internet available for us on the train, so I just kind of had to uh, rely off of a grainy, blurry picture that I'd taken at the train station of the map. But luckily it was enough for me to gather that, uh, well, through one of the announcements, I heard uh, traffic, and I heard Bayonne, which was the station I was staying at, or getting off at before uh, taking a second train to Saint-Jean-de-Pied-de-Port. Um, but I gathered that there was traffic, uh, and there was. We were half an hour late, and I actually missed my train to Saint-Jean-de-Pied-de-Port. I got off at the station in Bayonne with a few other people, and we all kind of looked around confused for uh, any kind of signage to indicate where we should go, where the next train was, and uh, there was no signage and no attendance at the station either. Uh, they were pretty unhelpful. So uh, me and these other people who uh, only one of them spoke English, it was a group of about eight of us, I think. We went and found the help desk, and we could see through the kind of kiosk, there's a second door in the back with a small window, and we kept seeing the staff moving around behind that window, but they didn't come out for about five minutes to help us when um, this uh, small French woman started just banging on the glass quite aggressively. Uh, my gentle Canadian knocks weren't getting the point across, so the, uh, the French assertiveness worked. They came out and they told us that there were no more trains for the next couple hours there, but because we paid for the train tickets already, um, the, the train company would provide us a taxi or a bus. Uh, so myself and three other people hopped into a taxi and drove about an hour through the countryside. until I reached Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port, here on the border of France and Spain in the south, um, right by the Pyrenees Mountains. As we drove through the countryside, it started to get more hilly and hilly until 
Well, the hills just turned into mountains, and now, as I stand in this small valley, I am surrounded by them. The fog has just cleared for a moment, enough for me to see all of the beautiful scenery around me. Um, luckily, the uh, small French woman came in the taxi with me, uh, not in the second taxi with the other group of four, and so I was able to communicate through her to the taxi driver about where I wanted to be dropped off. I knew that I had to go get uh, a pilgrim's passport. When you do the Camino de Santiago, you begin and you get a like a pamphlet of sorts that's called your pilgrim's passport, and that enables you to get the uh, reduced priceage, prices at each of the uh, towns along the way. They have um, special prices for pilgrims and uh, at the you know at the albergues, the uh, refugerias. And as well at restaurants, if you provide or show them the passport, they have uh, reduced prices on a three-course meal in some places even, where you can get it for just five or ten euros, or so I've been told. I'm uh, getting pretty hungry, so I want to finish this podcast up and go eat. But um, the first thing I did when I got here was go to the Pilgrim's office is like an information center, and I got my passport, which was uh, pretty exciting for me. I feel, uh, you know, when I stepped out of the taxi, I really felt like I'd taken my first step on the Camino, even though I don't start walking until tomorrow morning. Um, but after getting my passport, I went up the street a little bit in this. Uh, the, the city's built within a cathedral. There's this big kind of curtain wall around it and uh, kind of small fields around uh, dotting the mountains around us. But I got a spot within the albergue uh, that's here in the curtain walls. There's quite a few albergues here. I guess it's a very popular place to start the Camino. But uh, it, the it's it's kind of a hostile layout. Luckily, it's not too crowded. They've reduced the capacity to half capacity to make sure that everyone has enough space to uh, reduce the risk of COVID and whatnot. Uh, so everyone feels comfortable here. And uh, yeah, it's very nice. After I got the room, I went down to a local shop and I got a new SIM card for my phone so that I can uh, receive any messages on my birthday in two days. Uh, you know, I didn't really need it today. I was kind of half considering not getting one just so that I'd be kind of uh, detached from the internet for a few days. But I thought eh, I might get a bit lonely on my birthday and I think it would be nice to have um, you know, the means of communicating with people if they should wish to wish me a happy birthday, which I'm sure I'm going to get dozens and dozens of phone calls, uh, I hope. We'll see. I also got a new pair of long john pants. Uh, it's more cold than I had expected it to be, so I think that uh, having a pair of long johns would be a good idea while I travel. As well as I got, uh, I got a small pocket knife with a detachable uh, spoon and fork and corkscrew and bottle opener. Uh, it it seemed like a good idea to have a knife with me just in case I um, perhaps get a wheel of cheese at some point so I can cut that up or um, some fruit 
unfortunately, I'm allergic to a lot of fruits. Uh, thanks, mom. Uh, I'm allergic to apples, plums, peaches, apricots, um, you know, a whole slew of different uh, fruits, but luckily vegetables are open game for me, except carrots for some reason. Uh, I, apparently it's some kind of protein in the skin of these fruits and vegetables that I'm allergic to. Uh, I don't really know much about it. But... Yeah, that's about everything that I've done today and yesterday. It's been a very busy couple days and quite full, but I am excited to go eat and then go sleep. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Bye-bye.